How can you not be romantic about baseball? You are now listening to Bet the Bases podcast, a show covering all things MLB while also helping you put money in your pocket through stats and analysis. Here are your hosts Matt Gannon and Jordan Moore. Hello baseball fans, welcome to Bet the Bases, a weekly baseball podcast featuring the Jersey team and special guest Jordan Moore. We'll be recording weekly and going over all things baseball to help build your bankroll throughout the season. Today we'll be going over the divisions and giving some bold takes for the season. Also, we will be giving out some free plays at the end of the pod. Uh, so I'm welcome, welcoming on Jordan Moore. Um, Jordan, I'll let you give your own introduction so that people know who you are. Yeah, what's up, guys? I, I feel like I'm really excited to get a, a solely uh, baseball podcast running. Um, I know we're going to put out a whole bunch of stuff on Twitter. Um, so that's probably where you've seen us if you're listening to this podcast. Um, just a little background on me. I play college baseball, big baseball fan. Um, right now I'm a writer and producer, producer for, um, Spectrum News in Tampa Bay. So, um, follow the Rays really closely. I'm a big Red Sox fan, used to cover sports in Boston. So, um, I, I, am kind of just a, a really big MLB fan. So I know, um, you know, a lot about all things baseball. So yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I feel like we're, we're both pretty big baseball guys. So, um, you know, if you like the sport, I feel like definitely keep listening to us. Yeah, so um, I'm really excited to uh, get going with Jordan. I reached out to him. He said he'd be down. We have a uh, pretty good knowledge of the game. We and then we might have different takes, which is good to hear different opinions on opinions on things. And he's a he's a Boston guy. I'm a New York guy, so maybe a little rivalry there, but it'll be all good. And we're gonna try to just have a conversation, basically. And with that being said, you're going to learn a lot. You're going to uh, get some free picks out of it. And hopefully we can all get rich together. So let's get, let's get right into this. We're going to be uh, going over the NL East. Um, we're going to be giving pick, strength, and weakness for, for every, uh, every team we like. Um, so let's get right into this. My NL East pick is the Mets. That's not a homer pick. That's not a homer pick at all. Um, <laughs> The Mets, I think this could be the Mets year. Every year I say that, though, because <laughs> every year the Mets have uh, – seems like they have a lot of hope. But um, I think this team is different. Obviously, just got Francisco Lindor. It's going to be a huge asset over Med Rosario. Um, so my strength for the Mets is their depth. They have – they are deep at every position, basically. Pitching, infield, outfield. They can hit the ball. They actually had some pretty good hitting statistics last year, but they just couldn't do that when there was anyone on base. That's the Mets. Uh, my my weakness for the Mets is the bullpen. The, the bullpen is what hurt them a lot last year. They'd be in games, and one guy specifically, who I won't name right now, kind of ruined that for the Mets a lot, Edwin Diaz. Um, and he is also my X factor for the team. I think how he goes, the Mets will go. He's shown that he has the talent and can do it. He can throw he can throw the ball really hard. He can strike guys out. He's a strikeout pitcher, but he seems to lack in pressure situations. He did it in Seattle when he wasn't really didn't have the most pressure pressure situations. And then when he came over to New York, kind of maybe the maybe the lights are too big for him. But I think Edwin Diaz has the potential to bring the Mets to the next level this year. So we'll see how that goes. Jordan, what's your NLE's pick? Yeah, so I kind of – I'm going to go against the popular vote. I think, you know, the Mets are projected to win this division. And I think, um, you know, right now they're projected at 92 wins and the next closest team is the Braves at 87 and the Nationals are close behind at 85 wins. I kind of think – I don't know. I, I, I think the two New York teams kind of have kind of have one big thing in common. I think it's too high of expectations. They both have incredible an incredible lineup. The the Mets and the Yankees, and we'll get to the Yankees later. Um, but the Mets have such a good lineup, they're gonna be top five in the NL. Um, I mean, you know, the 
the addition of Francisco Lindor is is one of the biggest in this offseason, if not the biggest. And, you know, you have Nimmo, Lindor, Conforto, Alonzo. That's probably, like, one of the best, you know, top fours, top five in, in baseball right now from an offensive standpoint. So the problem with the Mets, I just think that they have two big – uh, expectations. I, I want to like the Mets. I really do. I think they're going towards the right direction. Um, the bullpen, like you said, is going to be like kind of the X factor for them. Um, I think, you know, from a rotation standpoint, it kind of kind of makes me a little nervous too, because Syndergaard's already on the 60-day DL. Your first two are obviously DeGrom, and uh stroman but after that you know you have taiwan walker and a couple other guys and i just don't i don't know if i trust them yet i want to like the mets like i said but i think my pick for the nl east is the braves i just think that they have experience and like my x factor for them is you know they're hungry to avenge that loss they have the dodgers in the bag um to go to the world series they're up 3-1 and i just think that they're going to be more hungry this year i think a whole uh, 162 game season really benefits them. So um, I'm going to go with the Braves. I think their pitching and their rotation is outstanding. They are also going to have a, a top five, top 10 offense in the NL. So um, I would go with the Braves. And I actually like the, this is kind of a bold take, but I actually like the Nationals to come out of the wild card spot. But you, you even could have three wild card spots from that um, division, you know, if the Padres kind of, you know, don't live up to expectations and that kind of stuff. But I don't know, I, I kind of like the Nationals and, and their experience too. I think they're very similar to 2019 team. Their pitching is, you know, the same as that um, that year, if not better in the bullpen. And, you know, I, I think their lineup is much improved with Josh Bell and that kind of thing. So I'm going to go with the Braves and the Nationals as as um, wild card. Braves win in the division. I think I think the Mets are will be there until the end of the year. I just think that um, I don't know. To me, I I don't know if I kind of trust them yet. Yeah, I I agree with you. I mean, as a Mets fan, my whole life, this team, they they always let down, and I I wouldn't be surprised if they they just lay down. But if you like the if you like the Mets or the Braves, you can get the Braves at plus one twenty and the Mets at plus one forty. Then there's a huge drop-off. It goes the Nationals to plus 600. So it's clear that the Braves and Mets are the two, two NLEs uh, favorites, which you can't argue with. But I can, won't be surprised if that goes either way. All right, let's move on to the NL Central. I'll start. My pick for the NL Central is the St. Louis Cardinals, who are the favorites at plus 105. Um, I really like this team because of their bats. Just they can hit the ball from – one to nine, they, they can they can hit the ball. Um, they're, what I'm scared of is their starting pitching depth. They have Jack Flaherty, who is going to be a, a Cy Young favorite. He'll be in the mix all year. But besides him, they're, they're a little bit shaky. They have some names that, ha- that can, can do it with uh, Michaelis and Wainwright. And uh, Kim, he came on a lot last year. Mm-hmm. He showed that um, he, he was – I think he – ended up as the second man in the rotation down the stretch. And, um, but besides, besides them two guys, and even him, he's shaky. Flaherty's the only one who I would trust this season. But um, besides that, they got Daniel Ponce de Leon. He can throw. He had a few games, but, again, he hasn't proven much. And Carlos Martinez, he's a vet, but he's old. You, you, don't, you, never, you don't know what you're going to get with this with this starting pitching rotation from uh, St. Louis. Uh, X factor for this team is Harrison Bader, in my opinion. Harrison Bader always seems to be at, at the plate in a clutch situation, and I feel like he can't get it done enough. He's a good player, a great outfielder, one of the fastest players in the league, and he can hit the ball for sure. But I feel like he's just always up in these situations where he needs to get a hit. And he just can't get it done. He'll be, he's usually going to be batting in the one, two, or like nine spot. But if if he if he can be bat north of, I would say two ninety five, two ninety, and get and get on and get on base. I mean, he's going to get on base. But if he can hit the ball, put the ball in play, I think that's going to be a big a big um plus for this team. Obviously, their addition of Nolan Arenado, which I didn't even mention, that's. You don't have – I don't even have to talk about Arenado. You know what you're going to get with him. So, 
that's my pick for the Central. I feel like that's going to be a popular pick because this division is a little bit shaky. I feel like it's not as deep as it was last year, and it has been in the past because these guys love to beat up on each other. But, um, yeah, I'm going with the Cardinals at plus 105. That's, what do you got, Jordan? Yeah, I think that's a safe bet. I think the Cardinals are, are going to win that division. I only see one team coming out of this division. I don't see them competing with the East or the West um, in terms of a wild card spot. So I think the, you know, obviously the only playoff team is going to come out of that division. I think, you know, I, I really, I like the Brewers and I like the Cubs, but I'm going to have to go with the Cardinals because I think they've proven it. And I, you know, you look at last year, the, they were really close to beating the Padres in that wild card series, or I think it was the first round. Um, however, that was set up last year. It was so weird with with a shortened season, but um, you know they could have easily moved on to the to the next round. I think they're kind of the forgotten team, and I think the Arenado acquisition really um, uh, pushes them over that edge for the division. In my opinion, I think the Brewers are going to be close um, because of their lineup, and I think the Cubs are going to be close because of their lineup. The thing is with this this division, I think the pitching is kind of very suspect. I don't think that uh, they'll – the pitching from the – I think the Cardinals have the best rotation because you have Flaherty, Wainwright, Martinez, Ponce de Leon, and, um, you know, Kim, like you said, is a good fifth, sixth guy. And, you know, Harrison Bayer is a good um, player to bring up too. I, I hope he's going to start. I think he is going to start um, – this year but you know you have Goldschmidt um Bader Arenado uh De Young who hits for power for a shortstop I mean you have Dylan Carlson too so he's a good rookie I I just think that um the Cardinals have uh too much experience I think that's eventually you know the the thing that pushes them over the edge so I'm just going to give it to them because solely based off the experience and I really like uh their rotation yeah and the the Cardinals they they're a team who no matter no matter what their how their roster set up they feel like I feel like they're always in it. Yeah. I I wouldn't want to play them in October or in in September. Like I would not want to play them late because they're a proven team that can win and late in games. Um, who who wants to uh, be at the plate against Jordan Hicks? I know I wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. Like, that man can throw 105 miles an hour. Alex Reyes he is a former like what is it top five pick like they yeah, yeah, he's they a stud too. yeah. i mean you have andrew I miller still too andrew so. miller, yeah i wouldn't want to play this team late they can de- they definitely have the potential they have the names i would just watch out for them i think they're going to come out at the central and maybe they could i would not be surprised if they do more than just winning their division yeah, I agree with that, too. I think the Cubs are kind of a, a sneaky team, too, because if they figure some things out, they, they still have – you know, they're going to have one of the top lineups in that division, too. So, yeah, um, I like David Ross as their coach, too. But I just think it, they're still a year or two out. I agree. Let's move on to the uh, West. The West is one of the most intriguing divisions, in my opinion, with all of the acquisitions, Bauer, and all the Padres' new uh, pitching names. But – my pick for the National League West is going to have to be the Dodgers. And their odds this their odds is minus 200, which I would never in a million years play. Um, the next closest is the Padres at plus 200, which I feel like this, this is, the division is going to come down to the last week or close to that. And I'd rather be going to that with a plus 200 than a minus 200. But at the end of the day, I think the Dodgers will pull it out their strengths, look at up and down this roster, their strength is their whole team. Like, they really do not have a weak spot anywhere besides the relief pitching, which leads me to Kenley Jansen. Kenley Jansen's having a really good spring, and I think he's their X factor. He didn't have a great season last year, gave up a few clutch home runs in big situations, but I think if Kenley Jansen can get back to his old form, this team is loaded. You don't even get their pitch. They're, any one of their five starters, not really, but any one of their five star, starters could win the Cy Young. They're just so deep. They have – I would actually say they have seven capable starting pitchers, and they're obviously never going to use seven man. But if one guy goes down, they, got, they can plug it in with Urias, Gonsolin, May, whoever's not starting. Their weakest pitcher is probably David Price, who – 
Yeah. If your weakest pitcher is David Price, that's saying something. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think the Dodgers is is going to be the best team in this division. Obviously, the Padres are gonna every single game the Padres play the Dodgers is gonna be like a World Series to them. It's the rivalry is heating up out in Cali, and it's gonna be exciting to watch. But I think they have an MVP on their team. I think Dodgers are gonna get get done with it late, but. It should be good to watch. What do you got, Jordan? Yeah, I think I think the Dodgers are going to win the division. They're just they they have no weakness, like you said. Um, their strength is everything. I mean, you look at the lineup, you look at the bullpen, you look at the rotation. And it's not even so that the bullpen is so dominant because you kind of saw that in the World Series last year and in the playoffs. You know, they were a little shaky, but the fact that you have six, seven starting pitchers uh, in your rotation that you know are going to come out of the bullpen. And when Dustin May is, you know, a, a relief pitcher, I, I just think that's ridiculous because he would be a top three guy um, in, you know, any other rotation in the league. I just think, I don't know, it's, it's going to be so hard because this is probably going to be the best race, like division race. Um, I think the East will be close too. Um, but this is going to be the best division race because it's going to be between the Dodgers and the Padres. We know that um, the the Diamondbacks, uh, Giants, and Rockies have no chance to win this division. Um, so it's going to be these two. The, the, pro- the good thing for them is that the bottom half with the D-backs, Giants, Rockies, they're, they're going to be so bad that, you know, that's how the Padres and Dodgers are going to get a lot of their, their wins. So it's really going to come down to that rivalry. And when they play each other, it's going to be so electric. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be good for baseball. It really is. But I think the Padres will be close. I think they have 95 wins. Um, but I think the Dodgers are going to have over 100. They're just their lineup and stuff is, is just too crazy. I mean, you have a cleanup hitter hitting eighth for them. It's it's just wild. Um, and I mean, yeah, I, I'm gonna. The, I think the Dodgers are projected 103 right now. Padres 97 wins. I I just have to give it to the Dodgers. I mean, they're the most complete team in the MLB. You know, if you're if you're not a Dodgers fan or you just don't like the Dodgers and you want the Padres to you know kind of come up and win that division, I think they're going to kind of need some help where, you know, they fall, the expectations are kind of too high and that that bullpen really lets them down. Cause I don't see the rotation um, or the lineup letting them down unless injuries happen. Yeah. I couldn't agree with you more. And I'm, I'm actually seeing the Dodgers as minus two fifty favorites to win the NL West, which I do think they will. But if you're someone who bets based on value and I know a lot of people would just like, like to bet on value the Padres are by no means plus 200. I think the Dodgers should be in the minus 130, minus 140 range, and the Padres are on plus 110, plus 120 range. So there's a lot of value in the Padres at plus 200. Like I said, I think the Dodgers are going to win, but I won't be surprised at all if the Padres win it by a game or two. Yeah, I, I think I, I really agree with that. If I were to bet, I would probably bet on the Padres because I, I seriously think that they'll be within – three you know two to three games of that division yeah it's definitely worth a plus 200 uh play some lunch money on that for sure all right we'll move on to the american league now american league we're going to start with the al east and my pick for the al east is another new york team the yankees i know jordan does not like to hear that (laughs) but um yeah the strengths for the yankees in my opinion is they have a they have three guys who can win an MVP. They have Garrett Cole, Aaron Judge, DJ LeMahieu. And barring injuries, I mean, we got we know that Judge likes to get hurt, so maybe he's not in that. But talent-wise, any of these any of these three guys can win an MVP, and I will not would not really be surprised if if Mike Trout doesn't exist. I'm just saying these three guys have the talent to win an MVP. Um, yeah, they don't really have much of a weakness either. Um. Possibly, I mean, it's it's hard to say when you go up and down this lineup. They they're a good team, and I think they're gonna do it. They're my X factor for the Yankees is Clint Frazier. I know he just got hurt, but I'm hearing that he won't be out long at all. Clint Frazier, because he um, he might be an everyday guy for them, and if not an everyday guy, uh, he's gonna be the fourth outfielder. So Clint Frazier. I think a lot of pressure's on his shoes because he's a fan favorite. Um, he's been able to hit the ball really well, but he struggled in the outfield, which is why they didn't want to play him. So I, if, I think if Clint Frazier can live up to expectations 
uh, put the ball in play when he when he's up in clutch situations. I think Clint Frazier is going to be a big asset for for the Yankees. They're only I would say a weakness for them would be that third fourth outfielder who's not Frazier like Jay Bruce Talkman. I mean Talkman had had some good some good games, but what really has he proven? So I think Clint Frazier is going to be a big X factor for this team. But at the end of the day, the division is not what it used to be all around. My second pick would be the Blue Jays. I kind of went back and forth with that, but I think the Yankees got it in the end. Um, And also um, there's a weakness. Another weakness for them be the starting pitching because you don't know what you're going to get really besides Garrett Cole. Um, The other, other four guys, they can get crushed on any given day, but they could also be lights out on any given day. It's going to be tough. It's that's what's tough. That's why it's tough. But I think the Yankees will get it done at the end of the day. What do you think, Jordan? Yeah, I think, I mean, listen, I don't want to, I don't want to pick the Yankees. And I, I, I went back and forth. I'm not going to pick the Yankees because obviously I'm a Red Sox fan, but I can't be biased. I think if there was any year that the Yankees get back to the world series, I think it's this year. They're just way too deep. Um, they're going to make the playoffs. If, is it going to be the, you know, from the AL East division winner? Is it going to be a wild card? I think that's still up for grabs. I, I, I know the Yankees are favored by a lot to actually win uh, the East. They're, they're picked for 98 wins right now. The next closest is the Blue Jays at 87 and the Rays at 86. I just, I don't, every, it seems like every year that we always look at the Yankees and they're always going to win the AL East. And it kind of seems like, like, like the Mets, but the Mets are a lot different than them this year, obviously. But I just don't trust the Yankees to win the division. I feel like injuries always kind of get them. They have an incredible lineup, going to be top five. But I just think they have too high expectations. The pitching is good on paper, uh, you know, with the starting lineup and the bullpen. But you saw the bullpen kind of, you know, get exposed in the playoffs last year um, to the Rays. Honestly, this is probably a bold take, but I think the Rays win that division again. I know the Blue Jays are on the come up. Red Sox are going to be a lot better this year. But I like the Rays. I just like their experience. I know they lost Charlie Morton. I know they lost Blake Snell. But I think their biggest X factor is experience. And now they can, you know, they know they have the confidence to know that they're going to beat like the Goliaths of, you know, the Yankees and the Red Sox. And I, I think that they're going to run that division again. I think the the thing about the Rays is that they're so good. They, they're so creative on how they construct their lineup, their rotation who they pitch, um, you know, they do the opener that I think they can really beat anyone and win consistently. I think it's going to be tough to win consistently because I know this year you're playing your division a lot more. So all these teams are going to kind of beat up on each other, but I truly believe we have three playoff teams from this division. I think it's going to be the Yankees. It's going to be the Rays. And I think fighting for that third spot is going to be the the Red Sox or the Blue Jays. I know the Red Sox are kind of like a homer pick, but this team kind of reminds me of how they were constructed in 2013 where, you know, a lot of people didn't believe in them, had a new coach. Um, pitching rotation wasn't really strong, but they had a great lineup. They're going to be at top five lineup. If the pitching can step up, you know, they have core back that gives them, you know, more creativity. They can do more things. They're more analytical. I think the Red Sox will be there until at least August competing. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs because I really like the Blue Jays. The problem with the Blue Jays is, I think, and this is, you know, might be weird to say, but I think them playing in Florida in their spring training part, you know, in the middle of the hot, you know, it's, it's the spring, but it's, you know, moving into the summer, we don't know how long they're going to be there. It's hot. They're going to be playing, you know, some day games. I just think that that's going to kind of get them off their groove. And then they don't even know where they're going to be playing in mid season with all the, like, you know, the regulations in Canada and stuff. I think that kind of, you know, in the back of their minds is going to play a role and, how they perform. I love their lineup. They're also going to be top five. This American League East is is so good offensively. I just, you know, I think their pitching is suspect. Their bullpen's not really that good. Kirby Yates is probably out for the year. Um, That was a new acquisition. Um, Besides Ryu and Tanner Roark, I don't really know after that who you really have. So that kind of, you know, makes, makes me suspect. But I don't know. I'm going to go with Rays winning, Yankees wild card. They're going to battle it out for um, who wins the East. And I think it'll be between the Blue Jays and Red Sox for that third uh, AL wild card spot. Yeah, I actually really like what you said about the Rays. And that's going to uh, bring me to one of my bold takes. 
uh, after we go over these division winners. So I'm going to come back to that. When you said leaving Morton leaving and Snell leaving it, when I heard that something just popped into my head. So um, I'm going to go back. I'm going to come back to that later, but let's move on to the American league central. Uh, my pick for the American league central, which is a lot of people like is the Chicago white Sox. The Chicago white Sox proved last year that they can get to the playoffs when you, look at, when you look at their roster, the names just pop off, and you're like, wow, this team is deep, and this team could do it. I think the biggest strengths of this team are their in, is their just infield in general. From losing McCann for them, I think, was big because not even as a Mets fan, I loved McCann on the White Sox. He, he didn't play much uh, over um, – what's his name? He didn't play much over Grandal, but um, I think, I think McCann, losing McCann is going to be kind of big for them, but – Every position on, on this infield is has all-star potential and can hit the ball. I think their uh, downfall is going to be everyone in the outfield besides Luis Robert, who is just an animal, and their injury to Eloy Jimenez, who I think is going to be out for a sizable uh, part of the season, is going to be big because the other outfielders, um, Adam, Engel, Adam Engel and uh, Adam Eaton. Adam Eaton's a vet, but... I don't think he's going to have the best season. Um, maybe they plug Leora Garcia in the outfield because he's a utility guy um, who usually played second and short. But Nick, Nick Madrigal's coming up. He's a rookie. He, on paper, is going to be really good, but you never know how rookies are going to perform. Uh, my X factor for the White Sox is their pitching depth. They have uh, Lucas Giolito and Dallas Keuchel who are going to uh, – pitch really well also Lance Lynn from the Rangers he was had a great season last year but besides that I don't know how they're going to perform I love Dylan Cease he can fire the ball and Ronaldo Lopez had a great end to the season but even even the top guys with Keuchel and Lynn Giolito is going to be solid but Keuchel and Lynn I don't love them I feel like I feel like as a hitter I'd want to face Keuchel and Lynn they're not too uh they're not too intimidating. I feel like I, I'm not saying I'd be able to hit them, but I feel like <laughs> the only guy you don't want to hit is Giolito in that lineup because ever since he found that, I think he calls it like a Vulcan change. Ever since he found that changeup, he's been like damn near unhittable. Mm-hmm. So let's see. It's These guys can be great. They could be bad. You never know. That's, th- that's why I'm scared with this team. The pitching depth could be an issue. But besides that, I think they're going to be really well. They just got Liam Hendricks from Oakland, one of the best closers in baseball. So their bullpen besides him isn't great, but I don't think it's going to be like a big issue. Also another big name on that team that I'm interested to see how they perform. I think they're going to plug him in the bullpen is Michael Kopech. He had, he would, I think he started in Boston. Am I right, Jordan? Yeah. He was in the uh, Chris Sale trade. Not sure. Wait, can you hear me? All right. Well, Michael Kopech, he is a, a rookie. Um, not a rookie. He's been around, but he's been dealing with some things, injuries. He's uh, an old top prospect, so we'll see how he can perform. Um, yeah, that's all I got for the American League Central. I think the White Sox are going to win. They're a favorite at minus 120. I think that's a little expensive, but that would be my pick if I had to bet it. Uh, what do you got for the American League Central, Jordan? Can you hear me now? Little technical difficulty there. I'm going to move on to what Jordan had to say in the American League Central. So what do you got? Yeah, uh, I was I was trying before my mic went out. I was trying to say, yeah, that Kopech was involved in that Chris Sale trade, um, and I, I, he's a big flamethrower. Um, I think he's going to start in the bullpen, um, but he could even be, you know, kind of like a fifth, sixth starter um, if they need to, you know, with injuries and stuff. I think the White Sox are the, are going to be one of, if not the best teams in the American League. I'm really confident in them. I think their lineup. Um, is going to be very good with Tim Anderson, Eden, Grandal, Abreu, Moncada. Um, you know, like you said, Nick Madrigal is, is going to be really good. Andrew Vaughn is going to be probably their DH. Um, and I love their rotation. I think it's going to be one of the best in baseball with, um, you know, Giolito, Keuchel, uh, Lynn, and, and Cease, and Rodon, too, is a really good fifth. Um, coming out of NC State. So I, I really like their bullpen too. I, I was actually just looking at it and realized um, I, I 
kind of forgot about Liam Hendricks. I mean, that's one of the best closers in baseball. Um, you got Garrett Crockett too, and, and you know, you got Kopech. After that, you're right, it, it kind of falls off a little bit. So the depth kind of uh, makes me a little nervous. The Twins are going to be good too. I don't think the Twins made the playoffs. I know they're favored right now. Um, but I, I don't know. I just, I kind of think their window has closed. I don't really like their rotation, I think. Um, and this is just kind of going off of the spring, which I know you can't really, you know, do that. Um, but Berrios hasn't looked good at all. I think Kenta Maeda is going to be their one. Um, he, he performed good last year, but I, I don't know if I trust him. Michael Pineda definitely don't trust him. I don't trust Jay Happ either. Um, so I don't like their rotation at all. Their lineup is really good with Kepler, Donaldson, Cruz, Polanco, Sano. Um, their bullpen is kind of shaky too, I feel. I, I don't – you know, Taylor Rogers is not really a good closer. Colome will be pretty good. Um, but after that, I don't even know some of these guys. I really don't like their bullpen. I think the, I think the Twins' window is kind of closed. I think, you know, two years ago, two to three years ago, was really their window to – make a big playoff push and I know they lost to the Yankees and the Astros so I don't know I, I don't think I don't like the twins I think it's going to be between the White Sox and the twins the Indians will compete too um, just because of Frank Cano will have them competing I think the Royals will actually be a lot better too they're not going to win the division or compete at all but you know that, that could take a lot of wins away from either the twins or the White Sox so that's kind of why I don't want to pick another uh, wild card team from this division I think it's only going to be one and that's the division winner. I, I just think the White Sox are gonna gonna kind of run away with that division. Yeah, I, I like the White Sox a lot. And with the Twins, like you were saying, like how many more years can Nelson Cruz do it? Exactly. He is a freak, though. He's a freak. Yeah, I mean, he always proved us wrong. But I will. I mean, I would love to see him do good. But I just can't really. I can't see them doing it again. And uh, I I love the Royals too. I don't like you said. I don't think they're gonna win. But if you're a fantasy baseball player. Just draft Whit Merrifield high. He's yeah. going to lead the league in hits probably like like he does all the time. Solaire is going to mash too. Solaire is going to crush the ball. I love Mondesi. They're, they're going to be a fun team. They're on the come up young, yeah. but they really don't have any pitching. Like Danny Duffy, right. like they have nothing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, our pick is Royals. I mean, not the Royals, the White Sox, which I think is pretty safe. So let's move on to the American League West. I think we're going to have different picks here. Personally, I have – I don't think this is going to be a popular pick. The Los Angeles Angels. I feel like everyone loves to doubt them, loves to doubt Trout. But my uh, pick is going to be them at plus 375. Their strength is the this guy named Mike Trout. I don't know if you've heard of him. No, I've never heard of him. Yeah, well, he's a freak. So I think he's just a single-handed strength, and you could put him against anyone. Um, the weakness is clearly the starting pitching. Um, you don't know what you're going to get from the pitching from uh, the Angels. It's been their downfall for a while. Dylan Bundy had a pretty decent season. Um, Otani's going to be good. He seems like he's just doing really good in the spring, but he's an injury threat also. Griffin Canning performed well last year, but – they got Jose Quintana from the Cubs, who should be pretty safe as probably their one-two guy. But besides besides them guys, it's tough to know what you're going to get from the pitching with the Angels. They are making some moves. They got Rizal Iglesias, who's been a fireballer on the Reds for the past few years. But he's he could be he's going to be their main closer. Besides him, really no one. I would say their pitching is their downfall, which it has been for the past few years. Also, other, lack, lack to have other pieces besides Trout has been a uh, downfall for them. My X factor for the Los Angeles Angels is Anthony Rendon. Came over on a huge deal from the Nationals two seasons ago, and he didn't have a bad season last year, but he didn't – I wouldn't say he performed up to his expectations. And I feel like he's got, got to get back to his near-MVP season um, – two years ago. And if he, if he could do that, they're going to be, they're going to be right in contention in the American league West. Cause I feel like the division um, outside of them is just kind of falling apart. I, the a Astros, I don't think are going to have a good season this year at all. Athletics will be in the mix. Like they've been the past few years, but I think they, I think this could be the angels year. It's going to be tough. Obviously Trout's going to do his thing, but 
they got Fowler, they got Upton in the outfield. Like those guys, those two guys have had great seasons in the past, but you don't know what you're gonna get. This is a I wouldn't I'm not gonna bet this pick, but that's who I think is going to get it done. They're just I feel like they're boomer bust. They're gonna win a bunch of games or they're gonna be absolutely terrible like they've been. So that's my pick in AOS. What do you got, Jordan? Yeah, I actually think that the Angels are a, a pretty good bet if you focus on value, just because plus 375 is – I mean, that's pretty good for a division winner who – you know, I think they're right there. I think the Angels are, are finally at a good point where they can compete. The thing about it is I, I think that division is on the downfall, like you said. The Mariners aren't going to compete. Rangers probably going to be one of the worst teams in baseball. Athletics, I think they lost too many pieces this offseason. I think it's going to be between the Astros and Angels. And this is why I'm just so confident that there's going to be three playoff teams from the East because I don't really see the Astros or Angels being so good that they even really compete for a wild card. I think it's going to be – this division is probably going to be, I think, one of the worst in baseball just because of the Angels, I don't trust their pitching. I'm not going to go with the Angels to win the division just because I think, you know, the X factor for me – for the Astros is just they have experience that rotation has a lot of experience with the playoffs last year. They obviously came back down three L almost beat the Rays in the ALCS. Um, and I don't know. I, I just, I really like the Astros rotation. I like how they're young. Um, the thing about it is can the bullpen step up? They have some nice pieces, some young pieces. Um, and they kind of did step up last year. I really, I really like Dusty Baker and what he does with the team. Um, their lineup is obviously really, really strong with Correa leading it, um, Altuve, Brantley, Bregman, um, still have Alvarez. I know they're struggling a lot this spring, actually, but, you know, spring you can only, you know, take, you know, things here and there about if the team's going to be good. But, yeah, I mean, the bullpen is definitely going to have to step up. I'm I'm going to I'm gonna say the Astros are going to win the division. I think it will be close this year with the Angels. I think the Angels definitely have a shot to win it. It's just – can guys like Dylan Bundy and Otani, who's actually looked really good this spring, like you said. Um, I really like how Otani's kind of like, you know, the Angels kind of took the training wheels off of him, and they're like, hey, go out there and, like, do what you can do. I like that a lot better than just preserving him and, you know, being so afraid that he's going to get hurt. So I think that's really going to help. Obviously, Trout with Otani, David Fletcher, Rendon, like you said, Justin Upton looked ridiculous this spring, crazy good. Dexter Fowler, too. Their lineup's going to be really good, too. So I think it's going to be between the Angels and Astros. But just because of the the pitching, I think I'm going to have to go with uh, the Astros. Yeah, I mean, if the Astros do win it this season, I wouldn't be surprised. They've been they've been the top in that division the past few seasons. So that's going to be tough. I feel like that's going to be the toughest divisions to pick a winner in uh, this season. All right, let's quickly move into our World Series matchup. We're going to be going over this briefly, and we basically went over teams we like already, so we don't have to get into teams again. Um, my World Series matchup is going to be the return of the Subway Series. And I'm not uh, – I wouldn't actually call myself a New York sports fan at all. The only New York sports fan I like is the Mets, even though I'm in New Jersey and preach Jersey all, all the time because it, we are Jersey way. Um, I think the Mets and the Yankees can can happen again for sure. And if there's a chance, I'm going to take it. I would love to see it. I'll, I would say the entire Tri-State area would like to see it. And like I went over, both the teams have the depth. Both the teams have capable enough pitching. And I think we could see a Subway Series again. Um, Jordan, what do you think for the World Series? I know everyone's picking the Dodgers to, you know, repeat again. I just think, and this might be like a cop-out excuse, and I might get a lot of hate for it, but I, I think it's kind of true that last year they kind of got lucky with their shortened season and, you know, weird playoff format where it wasn't at, you know, either stadium, home or away, it's neutral site. I just, I don't know. I, I, I really like how the Padres will compete with them and kind of wear them down throughout the season. I just – I don't know. I, it's just something about them where I don't think they're going to repeat. It's so hard to repeat in any sport, really. Um, so I'm not going to go Dodgers. I think I'm really going to go – from the NL, I'm going to go the Braves. I, I really like the Braves and their experience. I think they should have been in the World Series last year instead of the Dodgers. Um, they were right there one game away, a couple innings away, actually. 
I love their pitching. I, I love their lineup. I think it's it's their year. I think they're going to play against either – I really want to say the Yankees from a non-biased standpoint just because I think they're going to figure it out. It, you know, if, if they're not going to win this year, I don't know if they're ever going to win it. I mean, I know we kind of say that every year, but I really like their lineup this year. Their rotation, at least on paper, is really, really solid. So I would say the Yankees from a non-biased, but I'm going to go the fun way. I think I'm going to go the White Sox. I think it's going to be Braves versus White Sox in the World Series. I just think they're a fun young team who kind of like has nothing to lose. You know, expectations are kind of there, not really. Um, so I'm going to go Braves, White Sox with Braves winning a World Series this year. Yeah, that's, that's an awesome matchup. I would love to watch that matchup. But look, if Jordan is saying the Yankees have a chance, the Yankees are going to get there. I don't know if anyone hates the Yankees more than this guy does. <laughs> That's so, true. I, I, that's true. I, I can't stand this him. guy leads Boston in every sport. So if he's giving props to the Yankees, I would l- bet them to win the AL right now. And I think I, I, I mean, I, I just watched, I actually went to watch them play a couple times this spring in Tampa and they're, I mean, they can just mash man. And they're, you know, I think Domingo Herman is back this year. They have Jordan Montgomery on uh, the back end of their rotation. They have Kluber, they have Tyon. I mean, they have Garrett Cole, who's, you know, one of, if not the best pitchers in the MLB. I just, if this was ever the year, I mean, I can't stand the Yankees, but you've got to respect, like, how good they are. I mean, I think Giancarlo's crazy. Like, he can mash. You have Sanchez, who's actually hitting this year. Um, And you have, you know, Judge, who's going to be an MVP favorite. So, I don't know. If this is a year, I I think the Yankees really are really good, at least on paper this year. So, I don't yeah. want to, but I feel like I have and to. You, and, you, and you have a, a first-person's view. You're one of the only people in the entire world who's watching Major League Baseball right now because you're living in Florida. You're getting to watch a lot of these spring games, and you're at a good amount of them. So, Yeah, uh, it's crazy, man. I, mean, I feel like if you ever want to take a vacation, spring training to Florida, even Arizona I've heard is pretty good too. I mean, it's, just, it's just so cool because you can get so close to these teams and you yeah. know, really see like what it's about every single day. So. Yeah, especially right now, you're one of the only people who's really like allowed to do that. Cause yeah, that's true. <laughs> so let's move on to uh, our bold takes for the season. I only have one specific one, and like it had to do with the Rays, and it's I didn't take it from right, right what Jordan said, but it kind of blossomed the take even bigger. So my bold take for the season is Chris Archer will be the comeback player of the year and have a Cy young S season. I'm not saying he's going to win the whole thing, but I think he has – I think he's going to be – have a crazy resurgence season, and here's why. Um, he's going to be a starter for the Rays. He's, he's, a, he's back healthy. Um, he's obviously was on the Pirates, but he came from the Rays. That's where he started his career. And when he, when he was uh, on the Rays to begin with, he was one of the best pitchers in baseball. And then he kind of dipped when he went, went to Pittsburgh. So – I think he's going to come back to Tampa with a vengeance and he's going to be um, – he's going to have a good season. I mean, you can't argue. He has the stuff. He's shown he has what it takes. I feel like if, for, my, uh, for my golf fans that watch the, that are listening, he's Ricky Fowler. He's shown that he, ha- he can do it. He's shown that he can win the big stuff, but he's just lost it. And I feel like he's going to come back. He's going to face the, the best teams in baseball regularly, like meeting the Yankees. He's going to be playing the Yankees every month almost because he's going to be in the ALE. So he's going to face the best hitters in baseball. He's going to have a chance to prove that he could do it. So I think if Chris Archer um, comes out and has a pretty decent season, he can win the comeback player of the year. And I've searched. I can't even find odds on that right now. They're going to be, they're going to be big. And also Cy Young, I can't find odds on his Cy Young because um, who's betting Chris Archer to win the Cy Young. But I've been surprised before. I will not – be surprised if this happens. I think Chris Archer, that that everything maps out for it to happen for him. And I'm not I'm not even a big Chris Archer fan of anything. I just think this is going to be um this is going to be big for Chris Archer, big season. And no one's I promise you, no one else is going to be giving out Chris Archer props, Chris Archer anything. But I really think the season could be huge for Chris Archer. So do with that uh whatever you whatever you want with that information. Um, it could be terrible. He could not be <laughs> how he was in Pittsburgh. So I think Chris Archer has a big bounce back. No, I think I think you're right though. That's a that's kind of a really out there bet, but I I like it because you know you have him you know 
have he's going to have a homecoming um, back with the Rays. I feel like an organization that really trusts him. You know, he was there when 2008 when they um, made their World Series run back then too. So you know, kind of bleeds Tampa Bay Ray baseball. I feel like you know, kind of when you think of the Rays, I feel like you kind of think of you know Chris Archer a little bit, um, or at least one of the one of the players that comes to mind. But um, yeah, I mean, he's going to get a lot of innings, too. So I, I actually kind of like that bet if you're going to go, like, you know, value and, you know, a $10 bet will give you – I mean, that's ridiculous if you actually did, you know, come even come close to uh, the Cy Young. So I, I'm going to go my bold take. And, I don't know, since we're talking about Cy Youngs, I, I really think that Giolito from the White Sox is a really good chance at, at a Cy Young if you want to put uh, money on that. I really like – uh, what he's doing in Chicago. My bold take is going to be, and I know I'm I'm on the Braves a lot, but I, I just really like the Braves. And I think my bold take is going to be Marcel Uzuna as the MVP. I think uh, the Braves have a lineup that allows Mar- or Marcel or Ozuna to be pitched to. Um, and, you know, you have Darno batting behind him, Dansby Swanson, Austin Riley, who can – pull the ball out all the time. So you're going to have to pitch to Ozuna and you have Freeman in front of him, Acuna in front of him. I think, you know, I, you don't have a DH this year, so he's not going to DH. He's going to play outfield. Um, he's not that good defensively. I just think he's going to put up massive numbers. I think he's uh, he's projected to hit 284 with 34 home runs. Um, that's what he's projected. I think he could even get over the 40 home run mark. And that's, I mean, that's MVP numbers right there. I think he really has a chance to. I don't know. It's kind of a dark horse, but that's kind of my bold take. I really like the Braves lineup this year. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. And if we're talking MVP, I mean, I'm not going to really give out anything in the American League because it's hard to argue with Mike Trout. Yeah, I mean, Trout's always going to be up there. So Yeah, I, if I ever have to bet a National League MVP, I'm probably going to take – and this might be bold also – the first one won't be bold. If I give give two names for the NL MVP, I would give Juan Soto. Yeah, it's he's he's gonna happen sooner or later. Yeah, and, that's why I like the Nationals so much too. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. Part of that, awesome. And then the second one, this might be a surprise to some, is Bryce Harper. Yeah, Bryce, Bryce Harper. You can't argue he has the tools. He's just I feel like he always just disappoints, and. When you're looking back at his career, say, 20 years from now, I feel like in your, on the list there's going to be at least one MVP. So who knows when it'll come? Maybe this year, maybe not. So he's, I, kind of a, he's kind of a forgotten player, too, I feel. I, but the Phillies are going to be really good, too. I mean, yeah. there's so many good players, I feel like, in, in yeah. both the East divisions. And yeah. he's – I mean, he can mash the ball. I don't know what he's projected to hit this year – but their lineup is very good. He finally has people around him, too. Um, and they're comfortable. I know last year, like, Real Muto was trying to get that contract extension. So, um, you know, they're kind of on edge. But they, that's a surprise team, too, that can make a wild card push, you know, depending on, on if they exceed expectations. But I, I, I like Harper, too. Yeah, I'm, I'm on DraftKings right now. You can get Bryce Harper to win the MVP at 15-1. See, right there, I don't think those odds are long enough, to be honest. I think maybe he should be more in the 20 range. So I, I just said that without looking, but I, I think Bryce Harper has a shot. It's going to be hard to beat the Mookie Betts of the world, the Juan Sotos, the Acunas. Even uh, Bellinger. Bellinger, but. yeah. But I think Bryce Harper at some point will win an MVP, and this very well could be the year. NL East is going to be a great division. He's going to have to bring his A game every, day in and day out. Like there's not going to be many off days in the NL East because – Four teams could very well – five teams could win that division. I, I throw the Marlins in there. They surprised us all last year. Anyone yeah, can win that division. So he's going to have to play every night – not every night. He's going to have to bring his A game every night. So I would not be surprised if Bryce Harper gets an MVP sooner than later. I agree with that. So um, I'm, lastly, I'm going to be giving out a few free plays um, that I will be giving putting on the MLB client package. And they, these are all futures. So I'm just going to rattle them off real quick. I have – after I rattle them off, I'm going to ask Jordan his thoughts on these two. Um, the L.A. Angels over 83-and-a-half wins. Uh, there are Cincinnati Reds over 82 wins. Uh, Colorado Rockies under 63-and-a-half wins, and that's going to be a two-unit bet, so it's a little bigger. And then the season-long win 
total matchups. I think the Blue Jays will have more wins than the Rays. That's minus 118. I know Jordan's not going to agree with that. And then the Athletics to have more wins than the Astros, and that's plus 105. So those five win, those five props. Uh, Jordan, what's your thoughts on the Angels over 33 or 83 and a half? Yeah, I like that. I think that's a safe bet because they're they're going to get over 83 wins. I think they would have to really fall below expectations. I like the Rockies pick too because they're going to be the worst team in baseball. I know the Pirates might give them a little run for their money for that number one draft pick, but the Rock I I like where the Pirates are in terms of their prospects. Yeah, way more than the Rockies. The Rockies are going to be so awful. Blackman's going to be traded by the deadline, if not before. Uh, they're just going to be terrible. So I like that pick. Blue Jays, like I said, I, I, I like that pick too. I really like the Blue Jays. I, I, you know, I'm kind of rooting for them to make the playoffs just because I, I like Vlad and their lineup and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know. The Rays are just so tough because on paper, the Rays like aren't really that good, but you know that they – you know, put a team, they could play with a high school roster and they're going to be good. So yeah. I don't know. It's, it's kind of tough with them, but that's a good bet though. Plus one Oh five. Yeah. So those are the five free plays. I'm going to have obviously a bunch more for the MLB season. And if you DM me on Twitter, you'll be able to get all of those easily. So I'm looking forward to having a successful MLB season. Two years ago was my best MLB season ever. We had finished the season with over 53 units of profit. Last year was very, very odd, tough to cap with a 62-game season. So I'm excited to get back into regular baseball. I feel like everyone's excited to get back to it. Opening day is just a few days away. It should be a super fun season. So I want to say thank you for listening. Uh, thank you, Jordan, for coming on. Is there anything else you'd like to add? No, I think I'm just really excited for a full season. I feel like I'm so sick of the <laughs> – shortened season last year it was nice to have just to have some sports but I feel like baseball is finally back and how it should be a full you know 160 game season yeah so um be sure to follow us both on twitter at jersey betting and at i jordan moore so we will have a podcast most likely every week if not every other week um thank you for listening and uh be sure to come back next time